ask yourself, do you live in a hostile and unfriendly world? And the answer to that question determines whether you are of a positive mindset or a negative mindset. Mm-hmm. And the very first thing you have to do before you do anything else in terms of self-betterment is switch to the positive. Yep. If you feel like the world is out to get you, you live in a hostile environment, you have to guard yourself against everybody, you're gonna have a long road to, long, long road to hoe? That sounds really weird. Hall? Long road to, I don't know what you're there's saying. a saying okay. that means that. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> what confidence is has nothing to do with winning or the leaderboard. What confidence is, is knowing that you giving your best effort is enough. Greetings, Ben. Patrick. How are you? Good, buddy. Welcome back to your office. Thank you. Um, for those watching the video, you'll be able to see this. For those listening, you won't, but um, we will explain it. We have in front of us a new poster that we just put together um, through Project Elevation. Um, the title is The Five Factors of Health. So I wanted to talk to you about uh, why we made this poster and the decisions we made around why these five things mm-hmm. versus 10 other things that maybe could have been on here. Um, so the first thing is, why did we make this poster? What was sort of the, what was the goal? What, what is the, the design? What is the hope of this poster? Um, the first thing to bring, do is, is to bring to light what are the, the factors, what are the, the considerations we need to take into place when we're, when we're trying to improve our health. And it's basically, it's a starting point for a discussion. We want to put this up in our gym so that it would spur uh, conversation, spur curiosity from member to coach or member to member, coach to coach about how am I optimizing these five areas in my life? So we have the five areas, which are eating, sleeping, um, how you think, uh, how you train and how you connect in real relationships you have with people. And we believe that those are five really powerful influencers in our overall health. So at a baseline level, the reason we created it was to just educate people that these are things we want you to be focusing on. But the hope is that because those are kind of big, vague topics, that it it it, it inspires a deeper dive. Yep. So inspires you to look at it, ask questions, talk about it. Yes. Cool. Um, so let's just do a quick w- once over. Um, eat, sleep, train, think, connect. Mm-hmm. Those are what we're saying is the are the five factors of health. Um, why those five? Okay, um, it's a really good question. <laughs> uh, so when we think of health, what we're trying to do is um, maybe the best thing we could do first is define what health is. Sure. Because without defining that, it's we're kind of yep. Good. <laughs> yeah, great point. Right. Yep. Um, so health, it, it I'm gonna I'm gonna default. So here's the the one side of the spectrum is the medical community's definition of health, yep. which is the absence of disease which is lame and terrible and ambiguous. And there's so many gray areas leading up to that. It's just a really poor definition. Um, So if you're in the nursing home and you have to, someone has to wipe your ass, but you don't have a disease, are you healthy? I I would hope that's not the goal, but to the medical community, it is. So we want to take that a step farther. And I would default to Greg Glassman and CrossFit's definition of health, which is work capacity across broad time, modal domains and age. So what that means is work capacity, ability to do things, do work, physical 
um, physical, anything, right? Whether it's squatting, lunging, jumping, rowing, things you see in the gym, or it's getting off the toilet, get, driving yourself to work, like being able to put the luggage in the overhead compartment on the plane, like do anything, shovel your driveway, walk the dog, play around a golf. So um, be able to do work regardless of what that is, modal domains, and regardless of time, meaning like you can do it if it takes you a high power thing that might take you a few seconds, like um, pushing your car across the street if it breaks down, or um, being able to um, run to the store if you forgot something and you mm-hmm. need to, whatever it is, r- weird examples. Um, but the the thing that's interesting there is that's across age, and that's mm-hmm. where the health component comes in. So we're not saying at your peak, we're also saying when you're 80, we're not expecting you to build this as your peak, you know, in your that uh, you did in your 20s. But we want you to maintain that, yep. and the ability to maintain that work capacity across broad time, mold domains, it across your age is really what we're saying. Health is okay. So not just pushing off the nursing home, not just avoiding the hospital, but living your life, that type of thing. So that's what we define as um, health. Mm-hmm. Now, what we believe is that there's five major categories that you can influence today yep. to take control over that. Yep. That's why we chose these five. I think the medical community would probably um, default to two, which aren't neither one makes our list. Mm-hmm. They would say it's genetics and then medication. Yep. You know, what's a deck of cards you're dealt with? If that doesn't work out for you, take medicine to make it better. Mm-hmm. That's not really what we think is, first off, the, the genetics, you can't influence it. So let's just like, it. let's forget it, right? Let's move away from it. Yep. It's These are things that you can do today to influence your, their factors that you can influence today to move your health in a positive direction. Yeah. So I would say um, that eating is pretty obvious one. Yep. Right. So the way what you eat um, dictates your hormones. It dictates your um, a lot of the functionings of your body, from your gut microbiome to your brain function, to disease, to decrepitude, to a lot of different things. So eating is number one on our list. Um, Number two is sleep, and sleep and training. Probably like we could debate which one we kind of put sleep up number two and make it kind of like a little more impactful. Yep. Reason for that is it matters. And uh, there's a recent study that was done with a handful of healthy, athletic, college-age, no predispositions to disease or metabolic disorders whatsoever. They did a a study where they sleep-deprived these guys for seven days. And after seven days, they became Mm pre-diabetic. So it's it's a huge thing. Then they allowed them to fall back into normal sleep patterns. Within two days, they were no longer pre-diabetic. So people that are trying to control blood sugar through exercise and nutrition, you're doing a good job. But if you're negating sleep, if you're forgetting about sleep, you're probably not optimizing the way you should. Training is the obvious one. Everyone listening to us is probably doing that very, very well. If you, we know when you train, it's for functionality. It also helps all sorts of hormonal functions, the neuroendocrine response that happens through challenging your CNS and muscular systems together. It's like, Everyone kind of knows the benefits of exercise, at least I should say the people that are listening to this podcast. Um, The two that are probably outside the box for a lot of other people are the thinking one. And the power of positive thought is for real. And if you you believe, I came across this uh, quote by um, 
Einstein um, and Tom Bilyeu from um, Impact Theory kind of turned it into this this question to decide like who like what kind of mindset do you have and Einstein's question was um, the number one thing you have to determine is whether you live in a hostile or friendly world and Tom Bilyeu has basically said like ask yourself do you live in a hostile or unfriendly world and the answer to that question determines whether you are of a positive mindset or a negative mindset. And the very first thing you have to do before you do anything else in terms of self-betterment is switch to the positive. Yep. If you feel like the world is out to get you, you live in a hostile environment, you have to guard yourself against everybody, you're gonna have a long road to, long, long road to hoe? That sounds really weird. Hall? Long road to, I don't know what you're there's saying. a saying that okay. means that. <laughs> I have no idea what it is. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> The power, the, the way you think about things matters. Absolutely. Meaning, if I give you the best workout program, the best nutrition program, and make sure that you are set up to sleep and recover optimally, but you're like, this sucks, this is never gonna work, guess what? It's not gonna work. Yeah. If I give you a mediocre training program, a mediocre sleep program, a mediocre nutrition program, and you're like, this is amazing, I know this is gonna work, Ben Bergeron gave this to me, I know what he's done for other people, I know this is the, guess what? It's going to work fairly well. Yep. The thought matters. It matters huge. The last one is connect. And connecting is, we've talked about it on this podcast before, but it's the power of deep, meaningful relationships. Not how many of your people you're connected with, but how deep is the, not how many people you like give like the, the courtesy of like, the, hey, how you doing today? Good. Oh, the weather's not so, those don't count at all. And in fact- Facebook doesn't count. Yeah. The- if the small talk doesn't count, but people that you can share your fears with, your dreams with, that you feel comfortable crying in front of, mm -hmm. those types of relationships that where you are 100% vulnerable with, those types of relationships are meaningful to the point where there's a study done by Harvard that essentially said it's the most important thing for longevity. Yep. What they did is they took people that lived the longest and didn't have disease, health, yep. And the number one correlate that they found was not what they ate, not what they did for training, but what they, how deep and meaningful their relationships were. Meaning that if you have deep, meaningful relationships, if you have love in your life, sounds so cliche, mm. that is the most impactful thing for living long and productive life. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. I think that there's, um, there's, there's potentially, um, two that might not be on this list that we purposely left off. I already mentioned one, yep. which was um, kind of your genetics, yep. the DNA makeup of what you're born with. And if you're dealt a bad deck of cards, like if you're like, if you want functionality and you're born without legs, like guess what? Like that's, but what we want to do is what can you influence today? So we took genetics off the playing table. The other one, which matters for your health is environmental. And if you work in a power plant that's producing PBA plastics and you are, and you live in a city with a lot of smog, you're not going to be as healthy as somebody that lives in the mountains and drinks out of, you know, purified mountain water every day and, <laughs> yeah. you know, runs around with billy goats or whatever it is. You can, you can envision that. <laughs> so I don't, there might be other ones we left off yeah. the list, but what we've tried to do is what are the five most impactful that you can influence today within your control yep so when you when you look at this how much <clears throat> how much of this conversation have you found that you have in the gym on a relatively regular basis in terms of 
here's the big picture. Here's the 360 degree look at yeah. what we're really aiming for. I know it looks like we we do training, you know, we train here and then sometimes we talk about nutrition, but how much have you found and how have you found to do it well to talk about connection, to talk about your mindset, to talk about even sleep, which isn't something mm-hmm. that is going to come up naturally in in the course of a 60 minute CrossFit class. Yeah. So um, twofold. So the first one is when people walk in the door for the first time, when they go through our foundations or our elements program, we try to give them the baseline level of what we look for, what we talk about, and what we're, we feel will influence your overall health here. And we give them, here is our five. And the reason we created this is because we want something neat and buttoned up instead of like the chicken scratch on the whiteboard, which we used to do. So now we have something permanent and pretty that we can put on a wall that can lead a conversation for us. And they can reference it and look back at it and be like, there it is. It's not like, hey, Ben, remember that conversation we had about so this is a much neater presentation, and that's the reason we did this. The second thing is it doesn't stop after elements. What I've done is, and I track this, I make sure I'm doing it, is once a week, and I did it today. Mm-hmm. Once a week on a shorter workout, and it was today. Most people finish days working on about 14 minutes. It was not, it didn't involve a bar, you know, deadlift, I guess, but not a technical move. So not a lot of coaching to lead up to it. So I knew I was going to have extra time. So I reserved 12 minutes to have a conversation with them. And I talked to them about a mindset thing today. And what I'll do is I'll relate it back, always back to what we're doing in the gym because that's our commonplace. But what we do in the gym is just putting a microscope, a magnifying glass on everyday life, on what they're doing. So it's easy to talk about, for me, it's easy for the talk about the eating, sleeping, um, and training because that has real carryover. They see it. You yep. know, I'm eating to fuel my body. Yep. I'm working out to get stronger and fitter, and I'm sleeping to recover. That makes sense to me. That's a nice buttoned-up little circle for inside the walls of the gym. Mm-hmm. What is a little more gray or a little disjointed is relationships and connection, yeah. and how you think. But we always tie it back into the gym, where the way you think is going to affect your performance in the gym. Mm-hmm. The performance in the gym is just a microcosm of what you're going to do in the real world. If you thrive in the gym, if you if you are dedicated, if you are committed, if you are willing to bust through hard workouts, you have perseverance, you have grit, you have fortitude, you have humility, ability to be coached. You have a lot of the characteristics we look for in that anyone would look for in an employee, in a teammate, in a brother, in a friend. Like that's what we're trying to do. Now, in a gym, Unlike the real world, when we put you in these hard work, it's hard to hide. Yeah. They get exposed. Yep. So the same thing with the connection is we don't work out solo. We don't do this where it's one client in, one client out. We don't do this in a unstructured environment like a Globo gym. We want you to get in small groups of 15 to 30 people and create real meaningful relationships with these people. And the shared suffering you're gonna go through in the next 25 minutes, there is no thing better. There's no trust falls. There's no little exercises we could do in a group to create more meaningful bonding relationships than let's go through hell together and laugh about it afterwards. Mm-hmm. That is how the army, the Marines, and the military create camaraderie. That's how they create a bond amongst people is let's send these people through some really hard crap and let them laugh about it afterwards. Yep. That's the connection. That's yep. what we want. Yep. Um, last question. Do you find that's, that most people 
Um, if we can generalize, ignore one of these to the detriment of their overall health? And if so, how would you talk to that person? Or how would you, if you are that person, how would you start to tackle that one? Okay. I think that most people, not the people listening to our pack, yep. podcast, are overlooking all of these. Mm. This is not the norm for, right. the norm is I go through my life. If I get sick, I take medicine. Yep. That's the norm. Yep. Like that's the normal people. So they're overlooking all of these things. They think that you eat because it's pleasurable. They think that you sleep because you're exhausted and you, you pass out and you fall asleep watching TV. They think that you train to look good naked or you want to be, you know, you're the vanity play. They think that thinking is what you do at work or when you're studying for something. And they think connecting is what you do at the bar on Saturday nights. Mm -hmm. They don't realize that with the, how that connects into one it's big, integrated. into your overall health. Yeah. So I think that most people are overlooking all five. Mm -hmm. Inside of our community, um, I think that people are probably overlooking a lot more than these, I think that they're probably really good at one or two. Yeah, And I think that in our community, I think that most people are probably relatively focused on the eating and the training. Yep, It's the one we brun brought up with. And yep. you know, Greg Glassman's 100 words of fitness is eat meat, yep. vegetables, nuts, eat little starch, no sugar, keep intake levels of that which support body fat and exercise, and then train, clean, jerk, snatch, and major movements. And you know, yep. so it's, that makes right sense there. to yep. us. It's what we've been told forever is when you doctor, you go to the doctor and if they're a good doctor, most doctors say, here's your medication, mm -hmm. come back in six weeks or maybe don't come back at all or <laughs> come back next week. You know, yeah. um, what good doctors will tell you to do is like exercise and move better, mm -hmm. right? And that's what we've been told forever. But there's, there are other factors involved mm -hmm. to the point where if you're going to bed at 1130 at night, and you get up to do 5 a.m. workouts, or you get up at 4.30, you might be doing more harm working out than you would be if you slept in. Yeah. And I would say, it's forget about the sleeping in, still get up at 5.30, but you gotta go to bed earlier. Right. Awesome. Anything else on this poster? No, I think it's cool. It's good. I'm psyched about it. We cool. have, um, so this is, uh, we have these and we can uh, we can take deeper dives into each of them, the following yep. ones as well, yep. but that will come. We can do that at a later time. Absolutely. So you can get the poster at projectelevation.co and we are going to break out. There's probably one or two by the time we get this up um, where we dive down even deeper into training and sleeping and thinking and all that good stuff. So. Good stuff. All right. Good. Thanks, Pat. Thank you.